Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes, where we explore the backstory to some of the best restaurants and chefs in South Texas. And now, here's your hosts from San Antonio Restaurants, Alan Williams and Susie Lafredo. All right. Hey, Susie. How are hey you today? There. I'm great. I'm so good. We're so excited to be here. I mean, we have an amazing guest today. Mm-hmm. Crazy excited. Yep. Um, Chef Cesar Zapeta of Sangria on the Berg. Oh, I mean, I, I'm just thrilled. So I, I'm excited <laughs> for you guys to hear all the things that we know. I guess I guess that's why I'm so excited is because we've had time to spend time with Caesar and kind of, you know, learn some of his stories and his passions behind what he does. And it just I'm so excited for everyone to get to know you and, and you know, just your. Yeah. Welcome. Sorry. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> as well. Happy 2023. The I know who knows when we'll be playing this, but uh, we're recording it. It's January 3rd, so we're just starting the new year. And Caesar is our very first guest for this year. And if you don't know Caesar Zapetta, he is the chef and owner of Sangria on the Berg, which is 5115 Fredericksburg Road. That's right at Fredericksburg and Callahan. And uh, I always think I'm old. So I remember the location, the exact location where you're at back in the 70s. It was called the L&M House of Jeans. And I used to go there and buy my uh, school clothes. So <laughs> it's a few years ago. It is a few years ago. But uh, welcome. So talk about Sangria on the Berg. You know, I read somewhere that you describe it as Texas barbecue with Mexican spices. Is that still a good reference? You know, I, I love barbecue. And that was uh, my initial what I, what I wanted to do. But uh, that location, um, interesting location, Fredericksburg Medical Center, um, everybody said not to go, had barbecue at the other end. So I couldn't do barbecue. Um, so, okay, well, I'm still going to smoke my meats. I'm still going to do my things. And, you know, I, I the influence of, of Tex-Mex and interior Mexican cuisine has always been in my life. I, I, I say I'm more Tex than Mex. I, <laughs> I grew up in the country, and I, I cooked, you know, over live fire, and, and I love the spices, but adding them to barbecue has really been just a great pairing. Yeah. Well, your food is amazing, and we always love to go. And I love that you're one of those chefs that changes your menu often. And so you never know what you're going to get. I mean, you, it, it changes. So uh, you put all kinds of interesting stuff. But let's talk about your past. So you're from Banquet, Texas. How do you say that? It's called Banquetti. Banquetti. <laughs> you're going to get in all kinds of trouble, Alan. No. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. So. Like 2,000 people are going to be mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a small town. Old, uh, Banquetti after me. And Banquetti is close to Corpus, right? Close to Corpus Christi. Okay. So and did you have you always lived there other than San Antonio? 
Um, Corpus was first, and then we moved out to, uh, my dad always wanted to build a house in the country, so we moved out to Banchetti, and um, I was very fortunate, I think, to grow up in a small town, a small, you know, high school, 60 mm -hmm. people in our class, um, so you're very important, you know, <laughs> you know, in sports, you know, we were all small guys, but we, we almost went to state, you know, and we, uh -huh. um, we, we played everything cause there's only 22 guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you play everything. Yeah. everything. Sometimes you play both ways. And it was, uh, it was interesting to grow up with those kind of, uh, opportunities, you know, yeah. to, to lead and to, to play sports and everything else I did. So, yeah. And, and then you were into wrestling too, weren't you? Powerlifting. I was oh, powerlifting. Powerlifting. Yeah. powerlifting. was one of my big things. So I was, I was actually ranked nationally in that and when you know went to state and that and um um i did everything you know i, I think except for basketball so we you know i again it's a small school you kind of you kind of do everything so class president and oh, wow. i was very involved it was it was fun yeah, yeah. and your and your dad i mean so you're saying grandma Berg, you talked about you know smoking the meats and all of that kind of thing i mean that really all is related to your family because i mean you're it was very family influenced you know that that you're with your dad and and you know having those childhood memories of oh, yeah yeah it was uh you know my grandfather i wouldn't say he had a catering business because businesses usually make money and uh <laughs> he was flattered to be asked yeah. you know if uh we call him uncle joe mr z he had, he had all these these names right but but to ask him he was somebody asked him to do his kitchenette or there was wedding or anything he he just loved it and we'd go over there the only bad thing as a kid is you is you had work to do at his house you mm. were doing something so i was like oh great what do we have this weekend <laughs> so you go over there but my uncle was also a chef so I, you know my my grandma was kind of the tamale queen of of corpus christi so she had the line down the street of people buying tamales from her oh nice um, so all these influences from the flavors and learning how to do it and the whole family affair where everybody came up in december you're making tamales i don't care who you are right. you know what <laughs> level you are you South had Texas. a job mm -hmm. in, in yep. the house yeah. in her house and we're asking my dad like is that is this okay that we're doing this here because it, it doesn't seem right to be cooking all these tamales in her in her house because uh -huh. we had like four stoves on the back porch it was, you know health department wise a lot of <laughs> a lot of issues and my dad i never forget he took me out to the to the street because the kids would take the tamales to the cars that were lined up and we would hope to get a dollar or something you know 50 cents or mm -hmm. anything so we take it and he goes well if we, we are in trouble there's the chief of police, there's the judge, there's the mayor, and they were all in all line in front of my up. grandma's house, so, so I don't awesome. think we can get in trouble. Um, so, you know, the, the food influence was always, you know, gathering people together, having all these people come to their house. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know this, but we didn't even own the lot next to my parent, grandparents' house, but that was kind of the drive-through. Okay. And people would come through, and it was, um, I, I guess I learned really early on that, you know, I really loved giving of myself through food. And I, mm. my grandfather did too. He would cooking whenever nobody was coming over. He's like, well, they might. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my grandma, who's coming? It's just us. Yeah. He's like, well, what if they show up? Wow. I have to be ready. And people would show up and come right. in and they would get a plate. It was just kind of a very cultural thing that wow. I learned awesome. to love. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And I'm sure that the, uh, the I know you've talked about the smells, you know, mm -hmm. of, of, you know, with your grandma and your and your grandpa, you know, cooking and you'd walk through the, the house and yeah. those smells that hit you and that inspires you, you know, in your kitchen now. You know, it's funny um, that I've, I've worked with some some vegans or, you know, some people that, that don't taste 
food because of what they think and and they say well i can smell it and and some people are like you're crazy i can do that like uh, Mm. come into my their house if it smells like my grandfather's house i'm on the i'm on the right track you know i know i know the smells and i know how you know i don't i really don't even have to taste it Mm -hmm. i taste it just to confirm because i want to eat you know but um (laughs) but yeah learning those smells and 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 i think those are nostalgic you know you Mm -hmm. walk into Man, that smells so yeah. good. And I think that's still one of the most attractive things to me about about the industry and about cooking. Wow. How, what, what about seafood? You're close to Corpus. Does that have any impact on your growing up? Did you, you know, did were you a fisherman or was your dad or did you spend a lot of time? I, I go every chance I get. It's one of my it's one of my uh, my leisurely things. And I don't know if my dad likes it as much as he knows that I like it, so he takes yeah. me. But um, you know. I, you know, cooking food and, and the simplicity of seafood, I, I think, is beautiful. It's like salt and pepper, some butter. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Really fresh yeah. seafood's awesome. Um, we, my dad, we would get shrimp. Like they would come to my dad. My dad there's always a guy selling shrimp over there. So by we get these colossal shrimp for wow nothing. Yeah, and so that was a it was a treat. You know, it was it was a treat, and we would uh, you know, when my dad, like I said, he wasn't really into fishing very much, but once my brother and I kind of grew up, it, it's our it's our our entertainment for each other. Mm-hmm. So, Wow, well, that's that's interesting. So, small town, uh, doing a lot of barbecuing and a lot of fishing and 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 some power lifting <laughs> and stuff. Uh, how did you end up in San Antonio? Um, I had a scholarship to UTSA, and um, I I wanted to go to Austin and my dad's, and I wanted to go to culinary school. Let's just let's start there. I really wanted to go. So to you culinary really did. I mean, you and already knew that's what you wanted to do from a young age. I worked at a little restaurant in Robstown, Texas, which, um, our address is Robstown. I live in the country. So there's a lot of like areas that are kind of weird. We go to Banchetti, we're closer to Orange Grove, but our address is Robstown, which is <laughs> strange. But, um, so I worked in a little restaurant there, busboy, for about two weeks. And then I became a server and it was, uh, um, it was neat. I, I, you know, the instant gratification, I tell everybody that like you instantly see people happy yeah. and mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, you, know, it's not like you, you don't do that. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of times mm-hmm. you see them like taste something you're like, yes, or, or they tip you yeah, and they're happy sure. with your service, you know, or their drink or whatever. So, um, I was addicted to that early on. So mm-hmm. I wanted to go to culinary school and my dad's like, no, you have a scholarship. You, you know, you have a scholarship. You're taking the scholarship because I really wanted to go to UT Austin as well, but the scholarship was was UTSA, so I you know I took it and and it would go a lot farther at UTSA than it would Austin. Austin, you know, yeah, that so makes sense. Basically, almost had a full ride, and um, it was it was a San Antonio was close enough to my parents if mm-hmm. I needed them, but far enough where maybe they won't come that often. You know, yeah. <laughs> or I can kind of get away from them, but if I need them, and yeah. my parents are the best, and they'll, they'll they're coming up. Tonight for my son's basketball game. Oh, that's kind awesome. of that's kind of people you know. Yeah. It's kind of how they are. They they love being around and close enough to sure. to be good parents, good grandparents. So, um, but it was a big city mm-hmm. coming from. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like 30 minutes to go to the store. So you planned out your trips to the store. It oh, wasn't yeah. like we're what else can you do while yet. you're? <laughs> oh yeah, the, while what you're do out. we need? We're not going back for a week. You know, be have a list. And mm-hmm. now it, it's very convenient. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, I like fresh stuff. I go almost every day at HEB. Right. <laughs> they know me. Um, but you know, coming to a big city was was kind of was a sh- was a little shock. And at UTSA was just a you know a blessing. And now it's a big school, but back then it was it was sure. a little smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, take a minute right there, and we'll go to a commercial break. You know about the delicious seafood at Smash and Crab, but did you know they have a huge commissary conveniently located off Days of Allah and IH10? Attention small restaurant owners, food truck operators, and catering companies. 
The Smashing Crab Commissary is a superb alternative to purchase your groceries and paper goods for less. Plus, in their huge 3,500-square-foot commercial kitchen, they provide food prep assistance, mass production of your recipes, or you can do it yourself and rent kitchen space at an hourly rate. The Smashing Crab Commissary is here to help your food business succeed. Smashing Crab, they ain't forking around. Call 210-800-8499. That's 210-800-8499. And we're back. So, uh, Caesar, knowing that you wanted to be a chef as you're growing up, that's so unusual. I mean, I talked to, we talked to a lot of chefs. I, I don't know of another one right now that already knew that's what they wanted to do. Um, I knew I wanted to be a business owner. And, and when I was really young, it was, you know, like going to clubs. I was like, I'm going to own a club in San Antonio. That's what I want to do. Soon I learned I didn't want to do that. Or just being working in a bar. And I was like, I don't really like the light, late nights, you know. I liked them, but, I, but they weren't good for me. <laughs> so, um, I, I, you know, at, at the, I still worked on a ranch. And I, I told you all that that's kind of where I started working on a ranch. And when people would come over, I would cook for them. And it was mainly about, obviously, the girls, right? When, you know, the Caesars cooking, they were all happy. So, like, that was just <laughs> one of those things that became very <laughs> right. satisfying for any young man, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And um, and so I, I knew it. I, I, you know, it was always, what are you going to cook? What, what What's next? What's going on? So I think learning that and getting that sense of satisfaction from my friends initially was huge. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it was such a blessing, too, that, you know, you did end up, because it was a business degree, is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, so, I mean, you... I think that's such a blessing that your dad kind of pushed you and said, you know what, you need to get that business degree because now, I mean, you're an amazing chef, you have a restaurant, but you also understand the business side. And I think that's so important, of course, you know, um, to, to have both of those aspects and even, you know, understanding the, the marketing, you know, you're so great, you know, making sure that you, you know, push things out on social media and just letting people know what you're, what you're up to and what you're doing and understand the, the importance of all of that. So I think that you know, kind of having both of those is really a blessing. You know, um, it's it's a huge part of the business. And you have, you know, I'm glad I knew it before. And now it seems like it's changing all the time. We're, we're trying to figure out what's the next thing, right? Um, and I'm just thinking right now, I didn't post this morning. But <laughs> <laughs> I just reminded you now. <laughs> yeah, I was busy. And, and learning that, the, yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. the importance mm-hmm. of posting at a certain time. Sure. And, um, uh, you know, a lot of it happened through just necessity. When you open a restaurant and you have a small budget, you figure out how you can do it for free, right? You, you, you just, you know, I didn't have Instagram or Facebook or, uh, or um, Instagram, Facebook a little bit, but I didn't have all that before the restaurants. And I was like, I better get good at this because mm-hmm. I see the ones that are doing it well and it's where I want to go. Sure. It attracts me. Yeah. And so I just kept getting better and kept getting better and kept understanding and watching so many YouTube videos about when to do it and how to do it and mimicking the people that are really good at it so um understanding that marketing part was huge Mm -hmm. and then just the business and um you know our our everyday ups and downs of sales and costs of everything that's a really big part of it too You, you know i think if you go into it just being able to cook something very well it's not enough Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to have a background. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, it, you know, not only, and, and it sounds like we're just blowing air telling you how great you are, but there's, there's things that we know about you. You know, you run a great restaurant, you know, you have great food, uh, you're a good businessman, but your leadership, you've taken on a, a large leadership 
ship, and I don't know if you uh, admit this or you know how much you realize of, of you are as, as a leader, but I see that other chefs come to you and you do you let them do pop ups sometimes. You're kind of a mentor to a lot of different chefs. Where did that come from? You know, I was um, talking a little bit about high school and and back in. I, I was just picked to be a leader early on. You know, I was my senior year. I think it was president of like five or six things. I can't even remember. It was kind of like it was just chosen. And I was okay. That's his responsibility. I have to get good at it, and I have to learn. So it's just one of those things that you know. Of course, I I applied. You know, I ran for it. But you know, after you get chosen, like, oh, now I got to do it. You know, I got to do the job. And um, I've, you know, I I don't think of myself a lot. I think that's one of the like I guess part of it that, that makes it you know it unique is because like okay what's what's the greater good what's best for us you know not not me you know there's a mm-hmm. lot of times as a chef and business owner you're you're last and um i i think you know i i, I when you're on top of a big company you have no one to look up to let's be honest or no one to ask questions for you know there's no one above me you know mm-hmm. it's you know i used to work at cappy's right and i had cappy and it was like you know Hey, I can shoot him a text or whatever and get get an answer. So I know that feeling of not having anybody. So I try to be that to as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's only a few minutes. You know, it's, it's not too hard. And say, hey, this is what I did. And I messed this up. You know, and then I have Chef, you know, Jason Dady. He, he you know, I can go to him at all times. Johnny Hernandez, like, you know, I have these people, Lisa Wong, that I can say, hey, I, I have a problem or, or whatever. What would you do in this situation? And they've always shot me straight. So um, they don't. Talk, I don't ever talk about that, right? No one knows about those conversations, but I have those people for me, and I'm trying to be that to as many people and prevent them from making mistakes that I've made, that others have made. So um, I just think it's important to to be there for for young people that are going to get into this business and and um, and put their life into it. It's, it's very scary and it's very hard. It's nice to have someone to to at least. At least point you in the right direction. I feel like I'm, I'm the, the bumpers on the bowling, right? You know, just keep moving forward. Keep moving mm-hmm. forward. So um, I've enjoyed being that person for, for people, and, and I know people have been that person for me. So Yeah. yeah. The reason I, I was thinking about that, uh, your, your leadership skills, my, my nephew, as you know, has worked for you doing some catering jobs mm-hmm. and everything. And, and he, I remember him coming back to me and saying, it's so cool working for Cesar Zapeta because – Everyone in the kitchen respects him, and you could tell everyone knows their job. It's just like clockwork, and it's like an orchestra. It's a beautiful thing. Everyone is doing what they're supposed to do. It's not a lot of it's chaos because there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's very designed chaos. Everyone knows exactly how it's going, and at the end, it turns out beautiful. So, uh, you know, congratulations on those skills that you have. It's a it's it is like controlled chaos, and it's a lot of things going on. And, and I teach people a lot. You have you can take physical time off, but it's hard to take mental time off. You have to be thinking about your next move and planning and, and just even if you're on your couch, you know, I'm always thinking, OK, what's going on tomorrow? I have to be at least so when I get there, I'm, I'm really ahead. Um, and that mental game is really big. And, um, you know, I try to teach that all the time. It's hard. It, yeah. it, and I found more and more that it's rare. You know, I, I, it's, I'm not saying I'm rare, but that that being able to take this situation that's so chaotic and and have an end goal and do all these little things to make it great is a is a you know it's very important to to yeah it's kind of cool i i so i was lucky enough to come in and try your winter menu which was amazing i have if you guys if 
if, if, if by the time this runs, if that winter menu is still out, you need to go. But anyhow, I was lucky enough to come and try that. And it was so cool to, because um, you, ju- you were just rolling it out, you know, just, you know, hey, you know, try some of these new dishes. And it was really cool to listen to you and Chef John um, chatting and, you know, I don't know, just hearing kind of the, the passion and the, you know, what went into, you know, some of these dishes and you, you guys were just you know, like, man, you know, we really, you know, uh, you know, it's so cool to see this particular dish come into fruition because, you know, of the, you know, everything that went into us, you know, putting this one together, you know, things like that. So you, people don't realize that, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, passion and heart that goes into every single one of those dishes when you're putting together, curating these menus. Um, I don't think people realize how much we write and how much we taste mentally before we actually taste physically. And so before a dish, there's there's times I've never even made the dish, and I know how it's going to taste because I know what I'm going to do. And they're like, well, when did you make this? I was like, well, I haven't. And I'm <laughs> like, how, well, what is, how did you, I was like, I can already taste it, man. When it's gonna, when I when I make it, I, I know what I need to do to make it great. And over a whole menu, that's a lot of things. So mm-hmm. <laughs> then you got to do the work, right? You can write it down and do all this writing, which, make make it sound amazing and then you got to make it look amazing and then you got to let it taste amazing so there are all these little steps and uh there is a lot behind it there really is yeah that's one of the things i remember you sharing with me is you know that um and and really it's a gift because you know but you were saying that you know there's times when you might wake up in the middle of the night and there is a dish that you're just you can you have visualized that you can actually taste and the next day you you know run into the kitchen and you're putting all the different things together to recreate what you have mentally tasted and i'm like that is so cool to to be able to yeah (laughs) it's weird (laughs) strange um but you know i i think you know i think it is a gift and it's something that that you know as i'm going i have to i have all these or a text a chef or or i'm like hey we got to do this and i'm like what are you what are you doing right now like <laughs> i just we have to do it and i can't forget yeah, i don't yeah, this right, is gonna right. be a good one because i will forget and then you know yeah it'll take forever to remember so yeah. Yeah. notes are important yeah, yeah very cool very cool well, so then you you finished uh, UTSA with your business degree, and I know you worked at different restaurants, Tony Roma's for a while, mm-hmm. and you you mentioned Lisa Wong working at Asanar. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is amazing. Looking forward to that new, um, uh, what's the name of a restaurant? Uh, Rosario's, and the new Rosario's getting ready to open up. So I know you, and you worked at La Fonda in Maine for a long time. You were the main chef there, right? I was a jam, actually. Oh. Uh, Cappy didn't want me in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And, that's um, <laughs> And I just kept saying, like, you know, I, you know, I love our guy there, but he, like, he needs help, you know. And, and he has a lot of the things. His, his, he grew up in a restaurant, um, but as far as creativity and all that, like, that's where we come together and become, you know, this this team that works. And he's like, I need him, but he didn't want me in the kitchen. I was, and then he finally started learning, like, well, I think this guy knows what he's doing. Uh, I made a <laughs> breakfast for him for the mayor one time, and uh, the guy before had messed it up, and he was so mad because it was embarrassing for him. And so I was like, I'm doing the next breakfast. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have this happen again. And he came back. He's like, "What was that?" I was like, "Do you like it?" it was, you know, I made what was in shit. I was like, "That was incredible." And um, he's like, "How did you, you know, kind of learn?" It's like I told you. That's why I'm back here to help get all this thing, get everything tasting well. Yeah. Um, so and the mayor still sat like he'll every time I see him, he's like. That was the best breakfast I've ever had. I mean, <laughs> just like recent last year, he's like, you remember that? I was like, I'll never forget that breakfast. <laughs> that and so, so, cool. um, so you cool. know, I, I put a lot into it. I wanted to make sure that it was incredible because, you know, it's it's nice to have the mayor's breakfast. So well, sure. And it's, sure it's you, you created this memory in yeah. this, you know, that's really neat. 
Yeah. Yeah. I know that you've done some TV shows. You were on Guy's Grocery Games, uh, Food Paradise. You've done some things. How does that happen? I've never... I've never known, you know, how does, are you just sitting at home one day, you get a phone call? Um, it's kind of like that. The, uh, it's a lot of social media that check out your, your social media and then they, they see what you're doing. Obviously check out the restaurants and tie it all together. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's Instagram, a lot of it, honestly. And then, um, another, so the food paradise, a friend of a friend knew somebody and is like, we've been wanting to get in contact with him. And then they called and we got all set up and did that. But it's, uh, it's interesting when you go to the show, how much they know about you and how much they wow. dive in, dive into your sure. last, Hey, I saw that fish, love fishing. You know, you know, I was like, You're like, wow. And okay. There's so many people <laughs> around you and it's a, it's a, it's really fun. And, and I think guy, guy and, and the whole, their whole team really want to promote you as much as possible in a positive light. And it's a, it was a blessing and it was one of the funnest things I've ever done. Wow. Oh, too fun. Very cool. Do you, would you like to do more? Absolutely. And we actually had plans and then COVID happened and we were talking and it just kind of, when now they're like, two years behind you know when mm. they stop filming yeah. so uh, they'll reach out every once in a while and sometimes just the scenario won't work out they want they, they'll sometimes put you, try to make the scenario work like somehow like uh, no, yeah. it really stretch yeah, <laughs> trying to you know um, other shows have called to um, the bar rescue and stuff like that mm -hmm. they're trying to make us have conflict and like we really don't uh, have yeah, that kind of good. relationship we're good y'all ever fight can y'all fight? Like, yeah, I guess we could argue. <laughs> yeah, right. Tell me about that argument. Like, oh, no, no, oh, this, yeah. it doesn't fit. But um, <laughs> we so can fight. But I'm a power lifter, so <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they don't have any chance. <laughs> right. You know, they want the drama. You know, yeah, they want they want the drama to make to sure. make the show work. But um, but it's a. Uh, you know, I learned a lot through everything, local news and all that. Just how to do the local news in four minutes. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a, I won't say a very hard thing to do. This show is. 32 days three days of filming yeah this is four minutes for real sure. right yeah you gotta so do it's, cooking it's, from start to fat to end and you want to have serve. time to talk you want to have time to promote you got to everybody and so that has been everybody do their part so four minutes of that is mm -hmm. is yeah. really quick so uh, i think the local stuff has also been a challenge but i i I try to just get good at it, right? Yeah. You know, if that's the challenge, four minutes, let's get good at four minutes and leave yeah. me one minute to promote. You know, uh -huh. if, if you take the whole four minutes, they, they go. <laughs> right, they right, leave. Right. If you have 30 seconds at the end, well, come to Sangria, tell us about it. And they have time to actually promote your thing yeah. instead of just, uh, just cook food and then run out of time and they pan off and do their thing. So um, all of it has been a, a, a lesson every single time. So I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Well, I know that you spend, uh, in addition to Sangria on the Berg, which you opened in 2016, you do a lot of catering. Mm -hmm. uh, what about in the future? Like, where do you see 10 years from now? Do you still have Sangria or you do have something big? Where are you at? Um, you know, I, I have, I've, I mean, concepts. I think of concepts all the time. So there's mm -hmm. different food outlets I'd like to do. And um, uh, I, I, I mean, we'll do another surgery eventually. And I'm just kind of waiting for a location. We have a small location. There's not enough parking. There's a lot of things about it. Yeah. It shouldn't have been what it's what it is right <laughs> it, it shouldn't have survived there but it, it, it has a medical centers embrace us and and um you know we hope usa comes back to campus so that you know we can continue to serve them because that's a huge part yeah. but i like to know this area you know i like to bone a, you know buy a, a building and and do the whole thing because i think uh i think sangria can be anywhere mm -hmm. i think it's a really good has great drinks has great food and very approachable i think um you know i have have to make it simple 
more simple. Mm-hmm. I like I like making it challenging. The the multiple menus is challenging. Yeah, but maybe more simple and have extra locations. And I'll definitely do another concept eventually. Well, and I mean, you're of course it's Sangria on the Berg, and I know. And, and so, real quickly, can you explain why Sangria? Oh, I mean, I used to make sangria in college, and obviously the food thing, and, you know, I bartended most of my college. Honestly, that's, that's where you made the most money in a little bit of time, right? Mm-hmm. So I bartended, and again, again, bring in the sangria. The girls loved it. That's what you do, right? There's a method yeah, to yeah. this madness, right? So the sangria, everybody loved it. Why don't you just do it? Then we started looking for sangria restaurants. Couldn't Nothing. find one in the nation. There wasn't one in other countries. Like, Wow. Why don't I just go with that? Because it's a crowd pleaser. Then we can make different sangrias and make it kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, you know, I've always found that the alcohol first is really an attractor. And then if they have really good food, it's just the, the icing on the cake, right? Sure. Um, and then we had good service. And, and it was just kind of a lot of the things that you need for a restaurant to come back to a restaurant. You yeah, know, so. that's one of the things that I lo- loved that I learned um, is that, for example, even your simple syrups are all made from scratch mm-hmm. in-house. Um, you were telling me about a, a syrup that you make that has grilled pineapple. So you literally go out there and grill the pineapple um, and infuse with jalapeno and just, it's unbelievable. I mean, so your cocktails are amazing um, because of that. And, and same with your food. I mean, all of your your sauces and your, you know, the, the spice mixes that you put to, everything is just, you know, has your hand on it and is all made from scratch, which is really neat. Mm-hmm. So I think you can taste everything. it. Yes, you know those yes. man. They smell like they smoke you because we smoked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. You know? And but like not a lot of people do that. Those right. extra steps to make it special. Yes. I think is what it is. And it's like mm-hmm. we all have the same chicken. We all get the same brisket. We all you know. It, but what did you do to make it great? And yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's those steps you mm-hmm. can't forget and you exactly. can't cheat. There's no cheat code. Right. There's no, there isn't. Starting with a good quality product mm-hmm. and then doing it going the extra step and making it right. I have, I have a friend that owns a bunch of restaurants up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and he shares recipes at any time, and I don't know if you do or not, because he says, I know they're not going to use the same quality that I do. They're not going to put in the love that I do. They're not going to put in all those extra steps. So well, they can have the recipe, you know, not worried about it. I do want to write a cookbook, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. So, cool. so if you asked me, I would do it. You know, like as far as posting, and I have posted some, but I do want to write a cookbook eventually. I was part of writing one at, at um, La Fonda in Maine, and um, you're right. No one's going to do it like you. Like yeah. grinding, just grinding the pepper. Mm-hmm. Let's just start there. Not many people are going to do that. And the, the, these little steps that we take to make it great, not everybody's going to put the love. They're not going to take the time. They're not going to stir this simple syrup so it's perfect. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to do that. Sure. So, um, yeah, you, you, you know, cookbooks and diet books are number one, number two selling books. And yeah. we, we keep buying them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're still trying to figure it out sure. because it takes the work. The work is actually what, what makes them great. Mm-hmm. Both things, right? You work on your diet or you work on your food. It takes work. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So cool. Well, we running out of time, but I, I caught something whenever I was doing some research on you about opening Sangria on the Berg, and you didn't have a lot of funds to open, and so you had your friends and family help dec- uh, decorate the restaurant, oh, yeah. and and it's really well done. Yeah. I mean, is that still the same decor mostly that yeah, we, we started some with? paint? But yet, you know, again, you're, you're right. We're, we were out. We're out of funds. You know, it took you it took always takes longer than you think mm-hmm. to get your inspections and go through all these things. So, a whole team came and painted the kitchen. The whole team came That's... painted the front. We made all the the boards, and I had a friend of mine from high school paint them and. Uh, 
you know, everybody just wanted this to happen. My brother made the back bar stuff. My dad, you know, uh, started making the front bar things. And so I have a, a lot of creative and, and talented friends that help to help make it I happen. I love that. It makes yeah. it so personal. And exactly. Such a, yeah. So you, you guys listening out there, when, next time you go to Sangria on the Berg, take a look. Uh, take a minute to appreciate mm-hmm. all the details of the decor and realize that that was done by Caesar's friends and family. That's very cool. Well, of course, Sangria on the Berg, which is at 5115 Fredericksburg Road. Um, you're open, what, Wednesday through? No, We're are you? open Tuesday through Sunday. Tuesday through Both Sunday. And your brunch is at Saturday and Sunday or just Sunday? Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, Sun- Sunday, Saturday from 11 to 3 and Sunday from 10 to 3. And the brunch is so good. <laughs> There's so many things oh on there. Gosh, on that this menu. last brunch when you came out with, I was like, what? You know, all, all the team gets together, and that's kind of a, a big, big chance for the, the sous chef and chef and myself and all of us to come through and, and create something cool every mm-hmm. month. And so uh, it it's, it's gives everybody a little, you know, freedom to, to, to create. Oh, oh and I have to art. say, oh, and I really quick, I'm so sorry, I have to say your um, burger, was it Wednesday? Uh-huh. Such a good deal. Yeah. Six dollars. Six dollars. You know, and the, you, these burgers, these photos that you post on um, Facebook or whatever, these burgers look magnificent for six dollars. Crazy. Anyway, I, it, I just have to mention that. So no, it, we try to make these days, especially the, the week that that aren't that busy. Let let's do something cool to get people mm-hmm. in, and and uh, and now people, <laughs> if I don't post, they remind like, me. What is your <laughs> burger? <laughs> the burger. <laughs> I was like, I was like, sorry. Yeah. And so um, you know, the the public will keep you in check. Right. It's funny. Wow. Well, Sangria on the Berg is a gold-approved restaurant for San Antonio restaurants. Mm-hmm. And so if you have the app and you go into Sangria on the Berg, they have a uh, couple of the wheels, the spin the wheel, and then also the scratch and win. And on the wheels, you have an opportunity. You'll either win a cup of queso, a cup of fideo, $5 sangria, 10% off your meal, 15% off your meal, 20% off your meal. So you're going to win one of those things if you come in and spin the wheel uh, as part of our app. And then on Scratch and Win, you might get a free strawberry salad. That sounds delicious. Yum, I had it. Free sangria, a free glass of wine, free shrimp add-on for steak or pasta. That's really cool. Free meatballs or a free side of Sexy Mac. So is that right? Is that how it says it on the menu? No, I don't think. I think that might be somebody else's. That, that's yeah. Right that's, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so that, the, what the scratching one? Okay. Yeah. Did I get that wrong? Yeah, I think that that may have been somebody else's, but that's okay. Okay. Well, yeah. it had sangria on there, so <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. Like, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Our but salad has sang- uh, strawberries I was say, on I've it. I had so the like- strawberry salad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny like- the 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 things that really hit that side salad is yeah. so good, and so many people come in for the side salad and they get chicken or shrimp or whatever yeah. on it. Yeah. If you I haven't had, had it, I gotta say it's well. I have the right. um, so you have a strawberry brisket mm-hmm. salad. Yeah, so good. Yeah, Our lunch menu is very salad heavy. We add a couple more this this uh, next menu coming up. And then so. also the chili. I, I have to mention oh, that yeah. as well yeah. because I. So I'm one of those people that if I, if if I see that there's chili on the menu, I don't know why. I know it's a simple dish, but it's one of the things that for whatever reason that will let me know. Mm-hmm. And oh my word, I had the chili out at Saint Gray on the Berg and so yummy. It's probably <laughs> the best chili I've had. I, that's probably the the first thing I ever started making cooking. Yeah, it was chili, and it was kind of, again on the ranch when you have all this stuff. 
it's easy to make chili when you know and it feeds a lot of people mm -hmm. and so it was one of those things that i've that i've just made make my whole life wow yeah, but that's it, has these, it has this layer of flavors that uh, you know you just have to go try it it's it's i mean i like i said i know it's a simple dish but it's it's yeah just go try it <laughs> just go just try, go try it. it go try it and try all the different things and uh, it's at the sangria on the burger the menu changes often so you know you can go often and try different things so. yes and i have to say too just really quickly the app that um alan was talking about you can go into the google store yes and this is news this is breaking this, news that's right and in the apple play <laughs> store and you can download our free app and there's all kinds of really cool things on there um, including um, joining our gold club where you can save money at all kinds of local restaurants you know all over san antonio it's an awesome deal yeah. really is yeah, for eight dollars and 88 yeah. cents a month it's it's amazing uh, you, the, you get it back on your first trip. Like, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's easy, and it's, well, it's, and, it's, and there's it's so many, it's some great places. Yeah, there's so many great restaurants, and you know. So if you haven't been out to Sangria on the Berg, I mean, you should be incentivized to go anyway. But if this gives you some extra, you know, incentive to go, then get it and go. Yeah. So previously, if you wanted to buy the app, you went to sa-restaurants.com, our website and purchase it there put your money in to become a member there but now it's in the app store mm -hmm. so yeah be looking for that in the app store yep. all right well chef we really really appreciate you coming today and uh thanks for visiting with us and Absolutely. we need to have you back again love to awesome. thanks for having me it yeah, was fun so, I mean, there's so much to, there's so much more to talk about i can talk forever <laughs> all right well, Caesar, thank you, and we will talk again. Folks, uh, we'll have another great episode next week. Be sure and come back. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.